I'm Kate. I'm from England. I have four children, an elder son and triplets, two boys and a girl. I've lived in three countries and gave birth to my triplets while living in Hong Kong 18 years ago. Hi, and I'm Carola. I'm from Scotland. I have three children, an older daughter and twin boys, and gave birth to them all here in Belgium. We have 33 years of parenting between us, seven children, and experience of five countries. We are here to take you from panic to peace, pregnancy to parenting, and together, we, we are the Mighty, the mighty mothers. mothers. Hello. Hello. Welcome back. The last time we spoke to you, we were talking to the, our lovely guest guests. Uh, bump and babe skincare and uh, when I after speaking to them I went and had a look in my diary and weirdly or not um, a friend of mine at the time Australian lady Melissa um, made creams she used to do that she used to mm-hmm. make uh, tinctures and creams and so on using essential oils and stuff and um at the time around the beginning of may i had incredibly bad piles <laughs> another joy of pregnancy and she made me this cream and i'd written it down she'd called it fya <laughs> i'm just gonna leave that there <laughs> Um, The reason, of course, she's significant is because she was the lovely, lovely girl that I um, asked to help us bring the triplets home. Yeah, because I can't imagine how you got three home. I can't picture what that looks like. Well, do you remember the gauntlet of travel that I've described? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So. We, we arrive at the hospital and um, I've actually got um, a diary entry, which is a miracle. I just new babies on ferries and stuff. It's just like scary. Three of them, man. Oh. Right, go. Sorry, I'll, I'll not interrupt. Well, I just wanted to read this because I don't have many diary entries, but apparently I had time to write this. Um, so it says May the 21st. It's Tuesday and our gorgeous bundles come home on Thursday. For the next two days, we've got loads to do. They were all ready to come home on Saturday, but Neil needs needs to get time off work. So much has happened in the last two weeks. Today, they are two weeks old already. Amazing. I remember Dr. Ding. I'd forgotten about Dr. Ding. Telling me they would stay in hospital for a month. My immediate reaction was, no, they won't. I was right. I always knew they'd be okay. Isn't that lovely? I'm so so glad I found that. I'm so glad you wrote it down. So am I. (laughs) So obviously, um, there is nothing written after that. Oh, no, because they came home. Because they came home. Before you start, I read a thing yesterday about um, a woman coming home with triplets. And um, she she was very emotional leaving the the intensive care ward because she felt very selfish because she'd been told they wouldn't all come back out at the same time. And she was concerned that one would end up left on its own without 
it's siblings when and then they they all came home at the same time and she just burst into tears and she said there was another woman there waiting still for hers and she felt very selfish that she cried but she was so emotional that they actually all got to come home but also the oh my god I've got to take three home and she said when she got them home she lined the three of them up took a big deep breath and went right now when are all your mothers coming to get you (laughs) (laughs) oh that's lovely so what does it feel like when you take three home well I'm glad that you said that because I now remember that um they were ready to come home after 10 days so in my mind um that, that's what I say to myself. They, they were ready after 10 days. And therefore, that was the shortest amount of time for multiples yeah. in that hospital ever. Yeah. So I was really chuffed about that. The fact that they came home two weeks after they were born was just a logistical problem because we needed to, obviously, Neil, Neil wanted to come. We needed Noah looking after. And now that you've reminded me, there was a question mark over whether Jonah was ready to come. And I said, I'm not coming backwards and forwards doing this. Mm-hmm. They come together. So I packed up my bag with all the wonderful blankets that people had made for me um, and all the little outfits, got there early, got them all ready. All the nurses were super, super kind mm-hmm. um, and kept saying to me, do you, do you remember how to do this? Do you remember how to do this? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Um, and I'd been through the journey in my head so many times because, of course, I'd been at home with Noah and Neil and they were in the hospital. So I'd had some time to prepare and to think and get my breath. Um, so off we went. We got to the hospital. We got them all dressed and ready and put in those um, baby carriers, you know, like the ones you put in the car. Um, each of them in their colour codes. We had a pink one and a green one and a blue one. Um, And a bag full of, goodness knows what was in that bag, nappies, bottles, anything that, you know. Um, And then we did the whole thing getting through the hospital and then we stood outside and had to get a taxi. (laughs) Um, A friend had offered to drive. So one of us went in the car and one of us went in the taxi. And, of course, I was kittens because um, we were separated. Yeah, yeah. Because there was an adult for each child and then each child. Yeah. Um, As soon as we got them outside the door of the hospital, rather a monumental thing happened. We all started crying at once. No, they didn't, actually. They were really, really good. I remember not being stressed about them yeah. kicking off. Um, they were just asleep, of course. Yeah. But they were so tiny. I remember that their heads fitted in the palm of my hand mm-hmm. still. They were just so little. And um, anyway, so there they were, lined up outside the hospital doors. and. Being in Hong Kong, this little this couple walked past, and this woman looked at the babies, looked at me, looked at Neil, looked back at the babies, and went, "Wow, <laughs> so 
三鬼，三鬼，三鬼。And I'm like, what's she saying? What's that? This was a phrase that I would then hear forever. <laughs> Sam Goy means three pieces. Oh. And she just stood there. Sam Goy! Wah! Oh, wow. Yeah, Sam Goy. So um, we got them in the car. We got down to the ferry pier. We then were in time for the ferry before the bell rang. We got on the ferry. We got off the ferry. Um, Mel was with us the whole time, just looking at me, looking at Neil. We were all like, oh, just, it was so weird. Um, and then I do distinctly remember climbing up all the stairs to get into our apartment mm. and then just putting them down one, two, <laughs> three, just like the, the lady that you read about. There they were. And then sitting on the sofa and just staring at them. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Wow. Now what? Um, and I know I'd seen them before that. No. No, he hadn't. He had to do a big introduction. How did that go? Well, he was great. Noah was, Noah was really cool about it all. Um, obviously, running around the room with the Spider-Man outfit on, needing a lot of attention. But at first, he was fine. Mm-hmm. And he just sort of um, got into the swing of things. And every time they were asleep, him and I did something together. But um, yeah, it was a bit of a journey, obviously, but um, it went smoothly. And it, I, we wouldn't have been able to do it without Mel. Uh, that was the case from then on. You know, we, wow. we always needed somebody around. And did you sleep straight away in three different cots? No, we put them all in the same cot the first few okay, weeks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and uh, in our room, too cute. Yeah, they just all gravitated towards each other, and I'm still. Yeah, they'd end up in a wee pile on the bottom. Yeah, just all curled yeah, up like it. little kittens, and I'm still yeah. gutted that I don't think there must be a photograph somewhere, but I've, I've not found it yet. No, I think I've got more sleeping ones together than a lot of other things. Your turn. What happened? My turn. Okay, so we left. Brian turns up with two car seats and we put them in. And they're always, like you say, too wee, so small to be doing that. But you have to kind of get them home. And then we got to the front door and had bags of things, just things that we'd had at the hospital because I'd been there for a week. I remember getting in the lift and somebody saying, oh, it's okay, just come in. And I was like, we can't, we've got tons of stuff and there's two of us and two babies. We'll just wait till the lift is free to get down. And we kind of filled the lift with, Stuff. I don't know what stuff. I must have had a wee suitcase. I can't really remember. I just remember the boys in their in their um car seats. And we went down to the the double our exit papers and stuff we had to do at the hospital and then went, Well, we're not walking home. So popped them down and went to the reception and asked if they could phone a taxi. And um I think they were a bit stroppy and we're like, look, we've got two, please just can you do that? And and people would then pass because it was right at the entrance hall and not the same explosive response as your women outside for you. But people would be like, oh, wow. I remember feeling so proud and so chuffed, you know. And then we got the taxi pulled up right outside. Right, said, they'll stand out and wait on it. And you, okay, we keep them in here, keep them warm. And then, and 
I can't remember why, neither can he, because I asked him earlier. But we got them into the, the car. I think the guy had something in his boot or something. I don't know. But because all our bags and stuff had to go in, at the end of the day, there was no room for Brian. <laughs> so he had to walk home. <laughs> and um, he walked really fast. I said, you go now and just let me load them up then so you're back at the same time as me to help get them out of the car. So I sat in the back of the car, really all proud. The taxi driver was like, wow, two of them. We got home. It wasn't far, but we got home. And um, Emily was at home and my mother was still there. And walked in with them. We took all the stuff in first. And they were all excited because Emily had been coming to the hospital every day. So she'd held them and seen them and beforehand bought each other presents. And um, so she was really excited. And I walked in the front walked in front door, walked into the sitting room, which was, the door was closed, which was unusual. And they decorated the whole of the sitting room. There was oh. balloons and bunting and homemade happy welcome home oh. um, banners and stuff. And I just went, oh, and I just burst into tears. And I was, I will shock you, I'm a bit of an emotional person anyway. But I was just so touched that they'd gone to such an effort, so overwhelmed that I'd just brought these babies home. You know, hormones, it was just a whole everything. And then they were like, come in, cup of tea. Same thing, we just put them down. And and he's like, oh, can we take them out? Can we, just hang on a minute, just let's just breathe, have a cup of tea. And um, it was so, so lovely. And then they got them out of the car seats at some point, quickly. And they were, I was holding Charlie, I remember. And Emily was sitting on the seat beside me and she went, oh, what's that? And she went like that with her finger to stick her finger into the fontanelle on his head. Uh, That dip on the top of the head. She went, oh, what's that? And I went, no! And I just threw Charlie at Brian and ran into the bathroom and I was in floods of tears. And it was a real, I remember so clearly, a whole mix emotion. I thought, I can't go out looking like this. Don't look very pretty when I cry anyway. Don't want to scare Emily, but I was so torn between don't touch my baby, that whole protective new mother thing, and oh my god, I've broken my daughter. How's she going to cope with new babies in her life? And and who do I protect first? And feeling really divided and overwhelmed and emotional at that, and the emotional impact on them, you know. That was really like, oh my god. And then calmed down and said, sorry about that. It's just a bit of a she was fine. I said, you've got to be really careful with babies' heads and blah, blah, and it's um, Yeah, and that was, that was, uh, but it was a whole, it was nice to be back. And then they slept in the, in the one cot as well for, for a long, long time in our room. And that was my coming home. Emily was three. Three, yeah. She yeah. just turned three, three weeks before they were born. Yeah. So she was a bit younger than, than Noah. Yeah, but still, they were both at around the age where you needed to repeat things and they wouldn't necessarily have understood why it wasn't okay yeah. to wake them up. And really, I don't want you to be making that noise because they need to be sleeping. Yeah. And, and that, it, exactly as you've described, that feeling of being torn between giving your newborn babies the attention and care that they needed 
not really knowing what you were doing, but sort of knowing what you were doing because <laughs> you'd had a baby before. And also um, a, a, a four, three or four-year-old because we hadn't had experience of that either. It was it was a real... Yeah, exactly. And 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 I we tried to, just you talking about sleeping there, we tried to always, even with Emily, have a lot of noise going around because I was like, we don't, we can't have babies that you have to tiptoe around the house because they won't go to sleep. They need to get used to just having a noise around them because then that's just too crazy. So that bit wasn't so bad. But another thing I just remembered that afternoon, there was, there was piles of cards and, and from people had come in because I'd been in the hospital for a week. So people had, Brian contacted people and there was cards sent from Scotland and all over the world. So, cards and presents and tons and they were like open these and it was just too much all at once mm. I was like no I, I can't do it just now. I need to do it a bit gradually and you know and then write it down to remember to send thank you cards but I, I couldn't do it all at once it was just I need to just enjoy being back at home for mm. process this is it now these are all these see I think in some respects I was quite lucky in that I had a tiny bit of time um, yeah. between me leaving the hospital and then, then staying with Caroline and Paul and then going home for, I think it was two or three nights to sort of get the house ready. But um, we we also had the whole noise thing because we, we're a noisy house. We always have been. But um, yeah. what's interesting is that because we had air, air conditioning all the time, um, the hum of the air conditioner was like a necessary noise. And still now they're 18 and they will put a fan on or music on or a story on to go to sleep to, get to sleep it's that white noise thing yeah because i can't i'm not sure if i've mentioned or not that we had burnt out a hair dryer with emily because the noise was putting her to sleep and with the boys we bought a, i think we bought it in advance a white noise cd um and then one night we had one, when they moved out of our room, we had the baby monitor on and the one down the stairs. And it turns out that one, when the other one's not on, makes this white noise. So when we put them to bed in the evening, we would put it on under the cot to just to do that, you know, to make that white noise. The other one wasn't on because we didn't need it. We were still beside them, but um, just to get them off to sleep. Like, I think it's like all that blood whirling around in their body. It's a noisy place to, to grow yeah. inside you, all this whooshing around. Yeah. So I think it mimics that. It's quite, quite comforting. But we got them home safely. We did indeed. We did indeed. And that might be a really nice place to pause today. I think so. Because, of course, our next... Um, parts of the story <clears throat> will be the fun and games that happened <laughs> once they were home uh, mm. yeah noise being probably quite a large but that's part never of gone away no it's never gone no it's never we're noisy too well you can't not be when there's hundreds of people in the house yeah right so next time Thank you all. Thanks for joining us. And uh, speak to you next time. See you next time. Bye. Bye.